You're a great writer. No, I'm not. Wow, look at all those stickers on your papers, honey. Aren't you proud of that? I don't know. I guess my teacher thinks I did a good job. You are really good at math, son. I am? Then why don't we get a B for my grade? Child Sense! Welcome to Listen to Child Sense. I'm John Halpern. And I'm Jeff Fink. On our podcast today, we're going to explore a better way to praise. For me, I remember the main reason I went into teaching was I wanted students or kids to feel good about themselves. And I remember workshops for parents and for teachers on how important self-esteem was and in order to help kids develop a healthy self-esteem and feel good about themselves, we should tell them over and over how good and special they were. You know, I, I remember doing that too. I remember getting a lot of training on how to use praise to help kids feel better about themselves. I learned about how to say things to individual students or even to my whole class. I learned about how to give gestures and body language movements that uh, show that I think they're doing a good job. I even learned how to put things on papers, stickers and stars and different words of uh, approval of what they did on their papers. In fact, I even learned about how to give feedback to parents that was about praising their kids and what a great job their kids are doing and what great job they're doing as parents. <laughs> that sure sounds familiar. I even remember a handout from our principal titled A Hundred Ways to Say Good Job. As I started to use praise, though, more and more, I started to question if it was having the desired effect that I wanted. I wanted my students to feel confident, self-assured, uh, independent. And I wasn't uh, thinking that it was accomplishing that. And one of the things I remember was I had students that when I would compliment them and tell them they were good in math or whatever compliment I would use, sometimes students would say, no, I'm not. You know, I, I noticed that too, while also noticing that, um, you know, I, I, learning these ways to help kids feel good about themselves, when I would use praise, I would notice that other kids were noticing that. And then they would start to do the thing that I'd given somebody some praise for. And now I kind of had a tool for getting kids to do what I wanted them to do. At, at first it seemed like, hey, this is a pretty good tool to use. But then I, I started not feeling like I was being very honest about my praise when I was using it kind of manipulatively. And I wondered if my students were sensing that too. Hmm. So, so they were thinking that your praise was just to get them to do what you wanted. So it seems like kids weren't always internalizing our compliments and weren't truly finding the value in what we were trying to deliver to them. That got me thinking about how I feel about praise when I receive it. Sometimes when people praise me, that feels really right and it feels really good, but other times it feels kind of yucky and, and it sort of turns me off. Yeah, I can remember I had a boss once, and every time they went past me, they would say, good job, Jeff. And I thought, I wondered, uh, I didn't say it, but I wondered, wait, what did I do that was so good? And it even had me thinking that 
do you feel like you're supposed to say this to me as maybe even part of a training that you attended rather than something uh, heartfelt? This is what I really wanted my praise to do. I wanted to help my students feel capable, to feel confident. I wanted them to draw the conclusion that they're pretty good at this, not just that my parents or my teachers think I'm pretty good at this. But here's what I really learned about using praise. First of all, it can be tempting to use praise coercively, and that the value in what somebody's doing is about pleasing the person who's giving the praise, not about what they're actually doing. And I found in thinking about this that praise can create a dependence rather than a sense of independence. Uh, the idea, as you said, Jeff, about uh, my parents or my teacher thinks I'm doing a good job, not internalizing that I think I'm doing a good job. So like kids only knew they were doing a good job on something if somebody told them they were doing a good job. It sounds like we both wanted a better way to praise. Well, so how did you turn that around? How did you get your students to move from just thinking that you thought they did a good job into having them think they did the good job? Well, first I stopped using the good job so much and began to take the time to tell them specifically what was good about it or what I noticed. For example, rather than telling a student they were a good speller, I might show them their results and say, you had 9 out of 10 on your spelling paper. Or, rather than saying, you're a good brother, I might say, you played with your sister for 30 minutes without arguing. These changes seem to help children internalize what I was saying and draw their own conclusions, rather than sending a message that you pleased me. What I found especially difficult about changing my communication, however, was not to add the phrase, good job, at the end of my specific or descriptive praise. This took a lot of practice and concentration. Yeah, I, I know what that's like. I, I also had to try to stop using the phrases, thank you, or I like the way so much. I noticed that when students were working quietly or doing what I wanted them to do, I would always say things like that and had thank you in it. Thank you for taking out your books. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just about everything. Or I would say, I like the way you're listening. Or I like the way you're all waiting. My realization was that I was sending the message that you pleased me. Now, while I still wanted to be polite, I didn't want them to internalize that the value in what they did was for me as their teacher or their parent. I still thank students if they did something that was helpful to me. For example, if I dropped something on the floor and a student picked it up, of course I'd say thank you. But I practiced not thanking them for the things that were helping themselves, such as listening or being prepared. So what, if anything, did you say instead? Well, I gradually learned to leave off the phrase thank you or I like the way so that the value of their accomplishment wasn't that I thought it was good, but that they could start to internalize their accomplishment. I actually realized that those phrases were robbing them of the opportunity to find their own value in what they were doing. Instead, when I was tempted to thank them, 
I would describe the thing that they were doing that I was about to thank them for, but I would leave off the words thank you. It kind of would sound like this. Well, you've all taken out your books, or everyone is listening, or you've all lined up so quietly. I did the same thing, or actually I found myself not saying anything at all, as I didn't always feel it was necessary. In fact, as I began to be more specific in my praise, rather than saying good job, I was praising less often, but I could tell them that my words were more meaningful. And I found if my praise comments were becoming more descriptive and less evaluative, my students, and actually even my own children, they couldn't just dismiss it or argue with it. If I said, you ran the mile in five minutes and 10 seconds, they couldn't say, "Uh, no, I didn't. And I think that's especially important for students who suffer from poor self-esteem as it begins to help them paint a different picture of who they are, one who is capable and more confident. This discussion reminds me of when I was practicing using less good jobs and being more specific in my praise, I shared this with a colleague and a friend, and he seemed doubtful, and he said, I'm not so sure I agree with that. He said, I watch my students, and I tell them you're a good reader, and I watch them run back to their tables and read more, and so I don't know if I agree um, that we need to be more descriptive in our praise. So I said, well, let me let me try to bring it home to you and how you respond to praise. I said, imagine if our principal came to your room and said to you, can I watch you teach? And you said, of course. And he came in and he watched you teach. And uh, when he got up to leave, he said, he thanked you and said, thank you so much for letting me watch you teach. You're a good teacher. I said, what would you think? And my friend stuck out his tongue. And I said, okay, let's try to imagine this situation. What if our principal came to your room and said, can I watch you teach? And you said, of course. And he watched you teach. And as he was getting up to leave, he said, "Uh, thank you again for letting me watch you teach. He said, you have some students that are difficult to bring into a conversation, but the way you asked your questions and rephrased your questions even brought in many of those difficult students to engage what would you think? And my friend held out his arms wide and said, I'm a pretty good teacher. Aha, that's exactly what I'm learning about descriptive praise, that it helps us draw our own conclusion about our accomplishments. And that's exactly what happens when we tell our students uh, descriptively what they've done. Jeff, remember when we were teaching a graduate class for teachers, and we were on the section of using praise. And we had some of the students that really weren't buying this. They didn't think that all of this work for praise was worth it, and that it was what they were doing using praise was working just fine. And that didn't really matter whether you were descriptive or evaluative. If it made kids feel good and it got them to do what you wanted them to do, what was the problem with it? Uh, We said, uh, if you remember, we suggested that they try this as an experiment. Um, 
going home tonight or in the you next few that. in the next few days um, uh, see if you can use some descriptive praise um, and see what what results you get no matter who you use it with take a note of um, what you see well to our surprise you remember the next day we had some uh, teachers come back and say well I actually tried this last night my family was going to one of my kids sporting events and we were all loaded in the car and my this woman said my husband was uh, parking the car in the lot that was kind of crowded and he pulled in and uh, as soon as he parked the car I said well honey you uh, really parked that car right between the two lines uh, totally parallel um, it's really lined up uh, in a in a really safe way and that was all I said and he looked at me like are you crazy why are you saying those things that's goofy and we got out of the car and started walking toward the field and I looked at him and I noticed that he was looking back at the car that he had parked <laughs> and kind of smiling and nodding his head almost as if he was saying to himself eh, I did a pretty good job of parking that car got me to realize this teacher said that maybe there is a little bit more to this praise thing than I thought. We've been talking about two kinds of praise, one that is evaluative, such as a good job, and one that is more descriptive, describing what you see or what you hear. I've had lots of colleagues and parents ask me, so does this mean we never use evaluative praise? And I'm reminded of a story of when I was practicing being more descriptive in my praise, and I was invited to some friends for dinner. And I got to tell all of you that this dinner was fabulous. And I was thinking, how do I let them know descriptively how much I'm enjoying the meal? And I was probably pretty quiet during the meal um, as I was thinking about what I can say. And I thought, well, how was this? Uh, the way you combined your seasonings made my palate sing. And luckily, I didn't say that. I got a hold of myself, and I decided there are some times that our natural, honest reaction is evaluative. And what I did say was, this meal is fabulous. I love it. And so there are times that we are going to be evaluative, that we're going to give our honest, excited response to what we're experiencing. But the more we can be descriptive, the more we help our students and our children draw their own conclusion about their own self-worth. We've noticed that teachers and parents seem to struggle the most with reducing or eliminating the use of these three phrases, I like the way, thank you for, and good job. I know firsthand that these are challenging, so we would challenge you to also try an experiment. Pay attention to your response to praise. How does it feel when you receive evaluative praise? How does it feel when you receive descriptive praise? And also pay attention to your students' or children's reaction when they receive evaluative or descriptive praise. Thanks for listening to our discussion on praise. If you find our podcasts helpful, please follow us on Apple, Google, or Spotify, and we'd welcome your feedback. And please listen to our next month's podcast when we're going to talk about behavior as a school subject.
John and Jeff offer presentations on a number of topics related to working with children. Their entertaining style makes for a memorable learning environment where content is retained for the future use of the participants. Please contact John and Jeff at ChildSense for more information.